Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we talk about all genres of rock and alternatives. So sit back, relax, have a drink, and enjoy the Freeform Rock Podcast. Hi, welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. Today we we have Andrew Jacobs on again. Say hi, Andrew. Hi, Mark. Hi, Freeform Rock Podcast listeners. And uh, before I go on, I want to congratulate you on... 2,000 downloads. Thank you very much. Yeah, I was watching that for a while. <laughs> I didn't even notice you noticed before I did. Yeah, yeah. thanks to everybody who's listening. It gave me over 2,000 downloads of only 38 episodes. I, I know I'm not the greatest podcast out there. I don't have no fr- uh, bells or whistles. I just do it like free form. You know, I just do it whatever. I just do what albums I like, what I like to listen to. And if you guys like it, that's cool. And if I turn you guys on to something, that's awesome. And uh, before I get started, I would like to uh, say something about Terrence. Uh, Terrence, hey man, I'm sorry you uh, quit podcasting. I just want to thank you for all the help you did for me, teaching me how to uh, edit and uh, and start my podcast and creating my logo. Uh, you did create me and you did help me. You got me into podcasting. And I'm sorry you're leaving podcasting. And I, I know you'll come back, dude. You'll, you'll miss it. You know you like it. You, you're you have a wealth of information and you know stuff that I never thought of you know man so I thank you brother for helping me out and getting me started yeah and I'd also like to thank Terrence for bringing me on board uh, uh, last year um, I really did enjoy uh, doing the podcast with uh, you and mark uh, and even though I, I did decide to leave and I admittedly I, I did it in a very unprofessional and very uh, crappy, immature manner. Um, I'm glad that we are uh, uh, friends again on, on Facebook, and um, I, uh, I'll i continue uh, following whatever you do, your YouTube channels. I know you've got uh, Daily Motion, Vimeo, other lots of other video uh, work that you're doing, and I will continue to follow it all. Yeah, man, Terrence, you're an inspiration to everybody on here, man. We love you, bro. And uh, let's get into this. My favorite band, if you got, in case you haven't realized, I haven't did many podcasts on them because I don't want to like seem like, oh, he loves this band. He's just going to keep talking about them all the time. So I was kind of holding back. I did one with you already, the one album before this, uh, Caress of Steel, not Caris. <laughs> like I was already called out on my mispronunciation of the album so um, we're going to get into this album this is the album that was Rush's breakthrough album 2112 it was released in April 1st 1976 and I find that funny because uh, Getty Lee and Alex Lysons are the biggest jokesters you'll ever meet I hear and you can see it in their videos and the way they talk and the way they play practical jokes on people these guys just like to do crazy crap and this is funny that their best album came out on april fool's day yeah <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> i'll just give you a little background on this album before we start on it it was uh the fourth studio album by the canadian rock band rush released april 1st 1976 it features the seven part title suite composed by getty lee and alex lyson with the lyrics written by neil peart Telling a dystopian story set in the year 2112, it is sometimes described as a concept album. Although the songs on the second side are unrelated to the suite, Rush repeated this arrangement on the 1978 album, Hemispheres. And there's a little thing, I, I when I watched their videos and stuff, they were talking about how they made Caress of Steel and how it was like a bomb and like the record company's going, we need shorter songs, we need this, we need that. They went in the studio and said, F the freaking record companies man screw them we're gonna make what we want and we're gonna go out on our own terms if they drop us who cares they made 2112 and look what happened <laughs> so let's get into this great album by rush man let's see how uh well, i'm gonna ask you how you got into this i know it's fairly soon how did you get into this album uh well basically uh through you um you had uh, mentioned reviewing it and i had been uh, interested. I've been, I, as I mentioned on the, the Caress of Steel episode, I've been aware of Rush since the mid 1980s. Um, I had never purchased any of their albums. Um, I, I hadn't really. Prog rock is not something that I've uh, 
given a lot of uh, attention to. Um, although uh, Frank Zappa, who definitely did some prog rock uh, records, uh, um, is uh, my, one, my favorite recording artist of all time, along with the Beatles. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, you'd suggested uh, reviewing it, and so I decided to check it out. And um, for a change, I actually purchased the uh, CD of this as opposed to buying it on iTunes. Uh, I found it at uh, my local Second Spin. It's uh, that's F Y E to everyone else. Um, we've, there's uh, Second Spin is uh, I, it's the same company, um, and uh, I found it. They had it the remastered CD, brand new for three ninety nine. So needless to say, I snapped it right up, and uh, yeah, it's I'll uh, I'll let you know what I think as we go through it. Okay, we're going to get into this because the whole album, the whole first side is one song, but it's in different parts, so I'm going to go by parts on this album. And then we start out with uh, part one, Overture. What do you think of this one? Well, um, I'll um, just go ahead and say that the, the 2012 uh, suite is my favorite track on the album. I realize that it's split up, um, but uh, I do... Uh, I, it, I definitely uh, like this uh, track uh, most of all, um, and uh, the overture is uh, is really cool. Um, I, it definitely uh, hooks you in right away, and I'm I'm a, I'm a huge fan of concept albums. Um, unlike uh, a lot of other people, I absolutely love uh, music from the Elder by Kiss, um, and all, lots of other uh, concept albums. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is uh, this is really cool. It's a really cool uh, introduction, um, intro to the the suite as well as the album. Yeah, overture and uh, the next part are the songs they usually just cut up and play in concert, unless they do the whole album it's in its entirety. So these two, the first two parts, are like everybody hears this <laughs> in concert <laughs> basically. Yeah, overture is a great way to start the album. It just kicks ass. It's like a four minutes and forty three seconds of just pure bliss, man. I love this. The instrumentation, Neil Peart. Oh God, did you just see how great a band musicianship this band is, and uh, just love it. And then we get into part two, the Temples of Cyrix. What do you think of this one? Uh, this is this is also great. Um, and I, I'm uh, I'm looking at the uh, the lyrics, uh, the the booklet that came with the CD. And uh, it says, uh, lyrics by Neil Peart with acknowledgement to the genius of On Rand. Um, was Neil Peart a libertarian? I have no idea. I know he's, a, okay. he's very well, you know, read. He reads yeah. everything. <laughs> so. Well, On Rand is generally considered the uh, godmother of uh, libertarianism. So I, I wondered if maybe he uh, was uh, that prescribed to that uh, political... Um, theory. I could see him. I've never seen Rush get political on anything in my life, so I have no idea. Yeah. I just know they say the universal peace, you know, <laughs> on the, yeah. in the records. The, the Omega Concern, they say that in all their albums, basically. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I love the Temples of Syrinx. I, it, I think it's a great song. Great, uh, I, guess, pro I guess, the first uh, proper song with the uh, Getty Lee's vocals, um, and uh, once again, Getty Lee is just a fantastic vocalist. I can't say enough good things about him, and the fact that he plays bass and keyboards, and I mean, that to me, that's just mind-blowing. Yeah, the fact I, that he could do all three of those so well. It's like, have you seen the meme where it goes, I do this, well, I play bass, keyboards, and sing, yeah. ha, -ha. <laughs> yeah. the picture I've of Getty seen Lee. that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, Temples of Cyrix, man. I just love this. I just like it when he goes, We are the priest of the <laughs> temples of Cyrix. I love his voice. A lot of people get irritated and call him like a high munchkin, you know, or something like that. You know, but this is a great song, man. And it, the overture was a lot longer. This part is only 2 minutes and 12 seconds. And it just kicks ass. It just seems like it's a lot longer because I guess the overture goes right into it. And then we get into part 3, Discovery. What do you think of this? Uh, this is another great song. This uh, this suite really uh, flows very uh, very well, 
and uh, the uh, it, it, it definitely uh, uh, they did an excellent job of uh, making it a uh, you know a, a whole concept. Uh, this this one song in uh, what is it seven parts? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's I, I I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, I, I just like it when he goes, when I touch it, it vibrates and gives music. What can this be thing that I found? And I, I when I was a kid, I go, it's a guitar, dude, it's a guitar. <laughs> I'm like thinking, I go, doesn't he know what he found? Doesn't he know what he found? You know? <laughs> I love this, man. It, it's great. And then you get into part four presentation. What do you think of this one? Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is another great one. And... Uh... Yeah, it's. Uh, it looks like uh, it's. Uh, I guess uh, it's. This this is from the priests. I guess the the priests the, of the temples of Syrinx. It's from their point of view, um, and uh, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, it's it's really great. It's three minutes and forty three seconds. Really. I like this man. You can't listen to any of. I it's in concert. When I see them in concert, and all they do is overture and temples of Syrix, I'm like going. I have discovery coming in my head and presentation, and I go, oh, this sucks being cut up. I hate it when bands do medleys. It pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> they do this and then go right into like, uh, hey baby, the hour is late. In the mood and then working man. That's how they usually end the concerts with a huge medley of temples of Syrix, working man, and. Um, Maybe that was in the mood, and I'm like, oh, come on, man, <laughs> play the play the whole play the whole 20 minutes and 34 seconds of bliss, man. Your fans will go crazy. And then we get into part five, Oracle. What do you think of this one? Uh, this is also great. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting um, about uh, about uh, this particular uh, uh, track or uh, part of the track, anyway. Um, is uh, it? Uh, it's really um, the uh, the the lyrics definitely uh, kind of fit. They they it, it goes in a very uh, linear uh, way. Um, the lyrics and uh, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's excellent. Nice, yeah, it's very good. I I love it. It's a great part of the song, and then we get into part six sol soliloquy. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. What do you think of this one? Um, yeah, this uh, I I love this one as well. Um, it's uh, you know, kind of continuing, uh, and uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I love it. Two minutes twenty one seconds of the of the sweet, great part of the song, and then we get to part seven, the grand finale. We have assumed control. What do you think of this one? <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty. Well, it's uh, I guess uh, who, who is it? Who's Zach? Who's assumed control? Is it the priests? Uh, it's the United State Planets of oh. Federation of oh, Planets. Oh, United. Yeah, that's it's right. We have assumed control. I think they're they're taking over the priests. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's uh, definitely uh, it's a nice uh, nice way to end it. Um, well. I guess it's not so nice, but uh, it's 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 a way to end it. Yeah, I, I just love it at the end. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great way to end it. And then we flip this sucker over, and then we get to side two, which is a bunch. It's not part of a a suite or anything. It's just single songs. And then we start with the passage of Bangkok. What do you think of this one? Uh, I love this song. Um, and uh, I actually uh, I was listening today. And I was getting uh, my uh, my song order, and uh, I had this as my uh, my third favorite, but I decided to go with another one. But I really like this one. Um, it's uh, I really like the lyrics, and uh, it's uh, I like uh, Getty's vocals. I mean that you know that's kind of pretty redundant for me to say that at this point. Getty's vocals are great on everything. But yeah, this is a great song. Yeah, what about that rip? Yeah, yeah, I love the instrumental part with yeah. the break, the the breakdown in the middle. Yeah, Alex Lifeson, they're talking about getting some pot. <laughs> we, <laughs> this is where we only stop for the best. 
I love this song when I was a kid. I go, what are they talking about? My friend said, oh, they're talking about getting weed. I go, oh. <laughs> go, okay. And then I didn't know this about this song. The part, uh, uh, song three on the whole album. I guess it goes one, it's track one, and then three is Twilight Zone. Uh, the Twilight Zone, they're actually talking about the Rod Serling series in there. They were big fans of that. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I like this one. It's... Uh... It's not one of my favorites, but um, I definitely like it. I, I like all the songs on the album. Um, it's uh, it's a good song, uh, and I uh, I think that's cool that they uh, they did a song about the Twilight Zone. I, I, I like the, to- the the TV show, the the old TV show. Yeah, at least they did it their own way, and it didn't go. but that that would have been weird. It says, "Yeah, we're heading to the Twilight Zone." You know, I like this man. It's a great song. I, I like the song. I, I don't think they played it in concert. Well, at least the concerts I've seen in never played it. They played a little bit of pack, Passage to Bangkok, not too much. And then we get in the song four, Lessons. And this was written, the lyrics were written by Lifeson. What do you think of this one? This is my third favorite song on the album. Um, I, uh, yeah, I really, I, I like the lyrics. Um, you know, we told you before, but you didn't hear us then, so you still question why you didn't listen again. I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, this is a great song, great uh, uh, performance by all three, and uh, yeah, it's it's my third favorite. Yeah, it's just weird to see a song written, uh, just the lyrics by Lifeson, you know, because yeah. uh, it's Peter who usually writes all the all the um lyrics and it's like when they when they first saw neil pull up in in his truck with a big old drum set in the back they looked at each other and go this isn't your normal drummer well who is this guy then they found out he read they really like reads a lot and go we get this guy to write the lyrics will be awesome (laughs) (laughs) it's just like in black sabbath when dio came in freaking geezer butler goes oh he writes lyrics awesome Geezer was tired of writing all the lyrics, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then we get into track number five, Tears. The lyrics are written by Geddy Lee. What do you think of this one? Uh, well, this is my, my least favorite song on the album. Um, uh, you know, kind of ballady. Uh, I mean, I like Geddy's vocals, and, you know, the music's okay. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It's uh, a little... Uh, I don't know. It's a little too, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I agree with you. It's my least favorite song on the album. I still listen to it, but it kind of bores me after a while. Yeah. I keep listening to it. It's just too slow. It's like the drumming is not there for me on this song. And even even when they got in their 80s stuff and they did like Time Stand Still, the the drums and the, the power was there. There's no power in this song at all whatsoever <laughs> the lyrics are fabulous i wish they would just change the music on it and make it a little bit faster or something because i think they could do that they're they're geniuses you know yeah and then we get into the last track on the album something for nothing what do you think of the, this one uh, this is my second favorite song on the album uh another fantastic one uh i uh yeah i was uh actually uh when i was uh, driving home from work today, I was deciding, uh, how, you know, how I was going to order the songs, and I kept going back to uh, uh, something for nothing and uh, lessons, and I decided uh, that uh, I liked those second and third best. And yeah, this is a great song, just uh, real uh, and a really, uh, really good uh, way to close the album as well. Um, great vote, you know, just great performance uh, from all three of the guys and. Uh, and I love uh, I love Neil Peart's uh, drumming. I actually love Neil Peart's drumming on the whole album. Um, he's definitely uh, in, a, in in a class by himself as far as drummers. And the fact that he also writes uh, such uh, fan, you know, just uh, you know, such great lyrics and really uh, deep lyrics. Uh, I mean, that just you know, that just puts them you know over the you know in it just in another in another class i mean he's on another plane yeah and and did you know that tears would be the first song to feature an outside musician 
Hugh Syme, who would play keyboard on a number of Rush songs in the future, Different Strings of Permanent Waves and Witch Hut on Moving Pictures, contributes a multi-track Mellotron string to and a flute part to the track. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, and then you know about the star, the cover of the album is so iconic. It's a great album cover. <laughs> What's the story behind it? The uh, Starman emblem, also known as the Man in the Star logo, was adopted by Rush fans as a logo since its first appearance on the back cover of 2112. Peart described the Starman in an interview with a Cream magazine. Yes, I'm reading this from Wikipedia, guys. Okay, <laughs> I'm not Terrence. I don't have all this in my head. You know, that guy's awesome, man. He can remember ages he first heard a song. I can't. I just know I heard it as a kid. It says, <laughs> he says, all the naked man means is the abstract man against the masses. The red star symbolizes any collectivist mentality. I see. It says, wow. The collectivist mentality is depicted as the red star of the Solar Federation, which accorded, according to the plot, a galaxy-wide federation that controls all aspects of life in the year 2112. Wow, interesting. Yeah, and and did you know that a guy on on Jeopardy in 2016, a contestant bet 2112 on the Daily Double. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> and there's a song called uh, uh, the Ninja Sex Party song 6969 drew inspiration from this song. Never even heard of that. And in an American Dad episode, why can't we be friends? Steve and his friend Snot danced to 2112. <laughs> <laughs> And it also says in the 2003 film, School of Rock, Jack Black's character gives one of his students 2112 to listen to for his homework, specifically to study Neil Peart's drumming. Huh. And wow. I didn't know this one right here. And an achievement in Batman Arkham, Arkham, Arkham Origins Blackgate Deluxe Edition called, tw called 2012 was obtained by collecting all the Batman's Rush upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> This band's in a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> I didn't know all wow. this stuff. And um, 2112 was also included in IGN's list of 10 classic prog albums. And also, it's included in uh, albums you need to listen to before you die. This and uh, Moving Pictures. They had two albums in that. Wow. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that is. <laughs> and I need to get the new edition. They just released a deluxe edition of this. I think uh, Dr. Fuck uh, unboxed it on one of his videos. I didn't even watch it yet. Yeah. In the USA, this album has three times platinum. Canada, two times platinum. We beat the U. We beat their hometown, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome, man. I, this this album was produced by Russian Terry Brown, their longtime producer. And people say when he left Rush, that's when they went downhill. I don't believe it because I I got into their stuff in the '80s more. I, like my first album was Signals, and I love that album, especially Subdivisions. We got to review that album coming up sometime. Oh yeah, definitely. And I'll I'll tell you, for me, um, I've listened to four uh, Rush albums, and I still I still like Counterparts from the 1993 the best. Yeah, Counterparts is just awesome. Everybody loves that album because it it uh, came. It they said that was their comeback. I said, hey, they never left, man. They're still selling out. Yeah concerts are everywhere you know this uh, wikipedia needs to be updated because all they have is the 20 the 2012 remaster they just released a new one in 2016 <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man this is my favorite band it always will be it and they've been my favorite band and i've never i started out my favorite bands were when i was a kid duran duran because of rio mm -hmm. and then i went to ario speedwagon because the wheels are turning and high infidelity and then when I got into Rush, there was no looking back. They've always been my favorite band. Since thank thank you to my ne my next door neighbor, Richard Swan, man, dude, I miss you. You got me in the Floyd. You got me in the Rush. You rock, brother. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And uh, sorry about not paying you back for that money I borrowed on the car. But uh, <laughs> sorry about that. But you gave me a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> so do you? Uh, so what's up, Andrew? Do you have any new music or? movies that you would like to suggest for the fans actually yeah um well it's not new music but it was uh it was uh reissued uh last year 2016 um it is the uh the rolling stones in mono box set um i uh purchased it uh this past friday i purchased the uh the uh digital 
Amazon uh, version, so it's just the music. Um, and I spent uh, the better part of my work day today listening to it. I think I got probably about halfway through it. There's like 186 songs over 15 uh, CDs. Um, and, oh, man, I it, this it's fantastic. Um, what's interesting is um, even though, you know, I'd been aware of the Rolling Stones, you know, for the most part since the day I was born. My parents were huge fans. Um, the first, very first concert that I ever saw, well, I didn't see it live, but I saw it on TV, was um, the Tattoo You uh, pay-per-view concert that they did. Um, and I, I saw the Rolling Stones, actually saw the Rolling Stones in 1989 on the Steel Wheels tour with Guns N' Roses opening. I saw that too. And, yeah, that was a great show. You saw it at the uh, Coliseum, right? Yep, yep, yep. And Living Color too. Yeah, it, and it was raining when Living Color was playing, and it stopped right right when Guns N' Roses came on. <laughs> it, the rain stopped, I remember that. Um, anyway, and um, I've been familiar with the, you know, the Stones, obviously their hits, um, and I, uh, I'd heard a few of their studio albums, but I'd never really, like, given them a, 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 an act, a, a real good listen and I'd been wanting to hear the, um, their, their 60s albums, you know, for basically the past 30 years. So uh, this uh, mono box set was per is perfect because it's all of their 60s albums uh, from their first album all the way to uh, Let It Bleed. And then I believe there's a, uh, there's a compilation called Stray Cats um, that came out in the 60s. Um, and uh, like a, it's... I've been listening to it all day today, and uh, it's just fan-fucking-tastic. In fact, um, <laughs> they might unseat the Beatles as my favorite band because, um, I mean, all the, you know, all their '60s albums are great, and then they've got like you know a lot of great '70s albums, a lot of great '80s albums. Um, so they might actually uh, take the title away from the Beatles for me. But um, yeah, I, I, I highly recommend it. Um, came out last year it's available on uh, cd it's also available on vinyl um and digitally um hundred dollars digitally um and uh yeah that's my recommendation that's a great recommendation i like the stones and that's been the age old battle stone are you stones or beatles fan yeah. stones or beatles who's your favorite stones or beatles stones or beatles <laughs> yeah i think and you were i came across this while you were talking it says you're talking about the G Anne rand yes it says Pert credits the genius of Anne Rand in the liner notes. Rand, a Russian-born Jewish-American novelist and inventor of the philosophy of objectivism, wrote a novella called titled Anthem, which is also Russia's record label. They <laughs> they do anthem <laughs> music. The plot, which bears several similarities to 2112, Peart added a credit to avoid any legal action from Rand. This credit caused the band significant negative publicity, with some even labeling them white right-wing extremists. The British musical paper NEME -E made allusions to Nazism, which particularly offended lead singer and bassist Getty Lee, whose parents were Holocaust survivors. Oh. And wow. also another tidbit that I came across the song "Something for Nothing." Uh, they were on the way to a show in Los Angeles at the Shrine Amp and at Shrine at Auditorium, and they noticed uh, graffiti splattered on the wall. "Freedom isn't free," and he adapted that song for twenty one twelve and "Something for Nothing." <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I, I I thought that was interesting that 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 lyric was in there. You can't get freedom at free. <laughs> I like that. Song, yeah. Man. Yeah, and what I got to. Um, I've been listening to a lot of 80s music lately, like pop, pop, you know, good pop, you know, yeah. like Duran Duran and especially, uh, Notorious, man. I've been getting into that album again. I love that album. So, um, let's see. I'm going to go with Duran Duran, Notorious. I love <laughs> that album. I've been, the, I, the other day I was coming home from work and the song Vertigo Do the Demolition came on. That song is just so perfect. I love it. Check out that album. It's when they became a three-piece, but also it does have credits of Andy Taylor playing guitar on that album, with uh, who eventually became the in the band Warren Cucurillo from Missing oh. Persons. 
So Andy Taylor was on that album <laughs> with Warren Cucurella. I love that album. It's produced by Niall Rogers. If you know him from Chic fame, you know, freak out. La freak says Chic. Yeah. And he also produced their last album, Paper Tigers, which I'm having problems listening to it right now. But I'll eventually go back and try because the last album before that, um, All You Need Is Now, was just perfect for me. And then this album came out and they went weird again. Duran Duran never stays with the norm. You think, oh man, they're going back to the old son. And all of a sudden they, hey, let's throw in some disco here. Like uh, the album uh, with uh, Big big Thing where they did All She Wants Is. That's know? a great song. I love that song. That song I love is great. Wants but is, when I yeah. first got it, I go, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I was going, what are they doing again? They're killing me. And they came out with Notorious. And I was like, what's this? <laughs> and Notorious was a big uh, sea change for them, too. Yeah. I was like tripping out on that. But it's a great album. Check it out. It's got the title track, Nut, Nut. Notorious, notorious with that guitar. Dun, 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 dun. Freaking great album. You guys check it out. And uh, I also want to plug some uh, groups on Facebook right now. You got Vinyl Seconds, Needle in the Groove, and I just found another one called uh, Wicked something. Oh, man, they're going to kill me. Hold on one second. Yeah. Dude, wicked, 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 wicked. <laughs> like out of it, man. And I had it on here. Let's see, Wicked Sweet, Wicked Sweet Vinyl, where you could buy used vinyl for cheap prices. Today they're having a 40% off sale. Everything you get on there under 20 bucks is 40% off. I picked up some Police, some uh, uh, some Paul McCartney and Wings. I picked up a lot of good stuff. It's only today, which today is uh, January 16, 2017. So I'm going to release this episode right after I'm done with uh, talking on here. And uh, just want to say goodbye to Terrence again and hi to Ralph Vieira and Ian Wally. And sorry I won't <laughs> worship the devil for you guys, but that's cool, okay, man? I love you guys, and uh, I'm not going to hail Satan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also get on the page on the Freeform Rock podcast. I got Lee Gershman and uh, Andrew Jacobs doing all the work on there, man. I need you guys to get on there and post. <laughs> <laughs> And I want to be. I want to have some life on there. I don't want to keep on posting everything, man. I want to post in other groups that I have, but I want to get that group going. That's my number one group. I also have the Rush, uh, Fans United, Hard Rock and Metal. I also have a Led Zeppelin page, and and I also have a Movie Classics page that uh, it's kind of dead right now. I've been trying to get that going, but I, I get bored sometimes and can't think of a good movie to put on there. But uh, if you guys get on there and post, man, I love you guys. I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't take me literally. I'm not that uh, not that uh, rich. All right. <laughs> How about a penny? All right, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you for. Uh, you have anything you want to promote? Um, well, I would like to mention uh, a, a friend, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Jordan Lee. Um, he has a vlog, a video uh, blog um, that he's been doing now for like past couple months or three months or so. He's been doing it for a little while now. It's called uh, Days, and Days is spelled D-A-Z-E, Days with Jordan the Lion. And uh, basically what it is is uh, Jordan is a, uh, he's an actor, he's a musician. Uh, he's been living in uh, L.A., uh, I believe, since uh, the uh, 2000, so like the past uh, 16, 17 years. Um, and uh, basically uh, late last year he decided to... Uh, film a bunch of uh, uh, locations, like filming locations and various other uh, stuff uh, in the uh, Los Angeles and Hollywood uh, areas. He also comes down to Orange County um, and he goes to other parts of uh, Southern California as well. Uh, and he films these, uh, all these like uh, uh, really cool uh, uh, locations. He's filmed the, like, the, Fer the Ferris Bueller's Day Off house. Uh, he's filmed uh, the Pee Wee Pee Wee uh, Big Adventure uh, house. Um, he's filmed like lots and lots of uh, really cool stuff. Uh, Kurt Cobain's apartment where or all right house where he wrote uh, in utero, um, all kinds of stuff. And so uh, everyone, I've been posting some of his videos on uh, the Freeform Rob podcast page, but I encourage everyone to go to uh, Jordan's uh, YouTube channel. Um, Days D A Z E with Jordan the Lion, 
and uh, check it out. He's got all kinds of stuff there, and uh, there's probably there's something for everybody. Um, and he, he does one every day. He's been doing it every day for, like I said, the past three, three and a half, maybe even four months at this point. And it's really good stuff. And Jordan is a great guy. Um, I've known him for uh, three years. And uh, he uh, he's someone who uh, I've really gotten to know uh, pretty well online. Uh, he was there for me when my wife and I had separated, and, which was like the absolute worst time of my life in 2014. Um, great guy, and yeah, I highly recommend his vlog. Cool, man. And uh, thank you for being on the show again, Andrew, and I will have this up shortly. Oh, cool. All right. All right, man. God bless, man. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.
What can this strange device be? When I touch it, it gives forth a sound. It's got wires that vibrate and give music. What can this thing be that I've found?
The sleep is still in my eyes, the dream is still in my head. I heave a sigh and sadly smile and lie a while in bed. I wish that it might come to pass, not fade like all my dreams.
Now I have some promos from some friends of mine. Take it away, guys. Hey, Headbangers, you want your own radio show? Well, you got it. On Thursday nights here on that metal station, join me on the Dr. Fuck Show. Go in the chat room, and I will make you my co-host. That's right. Everybody that joins me in the chat room, I discuss whatever you guys want to talk about. I'll mention your name. I'll say what you say, and we're going to go back and forth. And I'll even fucking play whatever request you want, unless it sucks. Then I ain't playing it because my show rules and only songs that rule is allowed right here on that metal station. The Dr. Fuck Show airs live Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. Then they repeat it on Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Hope to see you there. Well, no, no, fuck that hope. I better see you there, motherfucker. Hey, 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 DJ Big Bushy here. And if you like the beer cold, the women hot, and the music loud, then get your ass to the biggest party on that metalstation.com, the Big Bushy Power Hour, every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Big Bushy Power Hour, it's the biggest party with the biggest beer. Hey man, thank you guys for supporting the Freeform Rock Podcast. I just wanted you guys to do me a little favor. On the right hand, on the left hand side of my Podbean page, there's a link. It says Amazon link. Click that, and if you guys want to buy anything off Amazon, and you don't cost you any more money to buy, it just gives me a little kickback so I can upgrade this podcast for you guys because I do do it for free, and it helped me a lot so I can upgrade and get mixers and stuff like that. And also, I just want to thank you guys for getting me over 2,000 downloads. I really appreciate that. I know it's still a small, budding podcast, but thank you guys and tell your friends about it. And also, join the Facebook page on Freeform Rock Podcast. I let everybody and anybody in who, who will contribute. And also, on the pinned post, it's my Amazon link also, guys. You guys have a great day, and God bless.